Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. Sweaty hot messes, but we made it here. We made it. We made it. I was like, Leah, I'm waiting for the time that we can record that I'm not straight from a class. Both of us. Yeah. No, it's 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 a rough life, but we did he- we did it. We're here. We have um, a guest with us who, if anyone gets it, she gets it. She gets it. She knows. She knows the hustle. She knows the grind. Um, we've got Megan Hayden in the house. I am so, so excited. Um, Megan, it's been a minute since I've seen you and it's so funny to finally connect over, uh, over zoom and on a podcast. <laughs> what a way to connect. Most people like text, do a phone yeah, call. We should catch up, and I'm like, we should catch up <laughs> via podcast. Exactly. It's my new line. I'm glad. All right. Well, I did a bad introduction, but Megan, is she, if you guys don't follow her on Instagram, you totally need to. Um, I just feel like you're like the queen of fitness. Leah, even, uh, I think she showed me one day, she was yeah. like, Hey, have you seen this girl on Instagram? And I'm like, yeah, Megan, I know her. Yeah. I was like, like she's a wait, I was like, beast. yeah, I was like, she does like the coolest kettlebell flows. Like, have you seen this girl? And she's like, um, yeah. And I've saved bestie. every one of her posts. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm a creep. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, Megan, I'm going to pass it over to you. And if you could just introduce yourself as well as, um, kind of like run through some of your certs, I feel like you have a million listed in your bio. So, um, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for the intro. And and it is so good to see you after so long. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, we'd always get together for, for Roan and the Lala events. And that's something that I really miss. And I think everyone has really missed in quarantine is just that community and getting together. But anyway, um, coach in New York City. Uh, I grew up in Connecticut, so right outside of the city. And um, it was always a dream of mine to work here. So after college, I, I started my career here. And um, it's been a really fun ride over the last, I want to say, five years that I've been here, um, but pretty much stayed in the personal training route um, as I've been here and met some amazing people along the way. That's incredible. And I feel like oh, you've moved a lot. Sorry, sorry. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Go for and it. Now. And list, list them out. No, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. Um, but education is a huge, a huge part of my methodology and just what I really believe in. And, and being in the city, you got so many amazing high quality coaches to learn from and, and great, at least organizations that come and, and are coach uh, to groups. So um, I have my kettlebell, my strong first certification. Um, I started with NCSF, which is uh, which is just a general CPT. Um, I was really lucky to have my, one of my professors in college is the, he, he runs and organizes that whole certification. So it was really cool to learn from him. And, uh, and then I have animal flow, uh, about ground-based movements. I kind of think that it's like a mix of yoga and break dancing put together. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, um, and what else? And then I have a mobility cert of, of FRA and that's just like a nice, uh, assessment cert that allows me to check imbalances, um, at a, uh, at a at a level that you can measure, um, which just allows me to work with a lot of people that have limitations or injuries or um, everyone is something that they can kind of improve on to get the body working a little bit better. So, so that helps me with that. Oh my gosh. I feel like you've moved around so much like within not like the fitness scene. And I feel like your method of training, you can tell has just kind of developed over time for sure. And I feel like, so what was like the original, like you go to New York city, you step into the fitness scene. What is the first like job out the gate? Was it Equinox? I want to like, I kind of like remember that being thrown around. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I'm very, very grateful to have that experience. Looking at the city, there's a gym on every corner. So coming in fresh, you're, you have no idea where to really start. So I thought to get my feet wet working corporate. Um, so I worked, I, I just thought, okay, Equinox is kind of monopolized the city. Let me at least start there, get a lay of the land and then see where I want to go from there. They have an amazing education structure. So even though I already came in with a bachelor's for my degree, it was really cool to learn a very concise version that, that they taught um, to all the trainers. So uh, I had an amazing experience there and just tried to get as much personal or one-on-one -on -one experience with clients. Um, because after you learn so much and through a textbook, it's like you get thrown out in the world and it's like, oh my God, okay, let <laughs> this me is not practice anymore. Like, have someone trust me with, with their body. And, and that's like such a scary thing, especially being young and, and all of a sudden working with people who could be, you know, at your elders or, or at any age. Um, so, so it, yeah, again, very grateful for the opportunity, uh, for the education, as well as, um, getting your feet wet with a lot of clients and, and really being able to help organize and, and stay on top of it. Oh my gosh. So you were working with a bunch of clients there and then what was the move from there? Like, did you just reach a point that you were like, Oh, I want to go out and do this on my own or you transitioned to, um, another type of gym? I, I like the challenge of really just growing and, and seeing what the next thing is. So at Equinox, my first thing was how do I climb this education structure and be one of the best trainers here um, as soon as possible? And, and the more equipped that I can be, the better I can help more people. So, so I worked my way up the education structure. And after about 18 months, I was three plus and uh and I had a great book of clients and I was kind of looking at my managers like, Hey, what's next? I'm, I'm ready for the next challenge. And, and the only real option was to work more hours. It wasn't really, how can I get paid more for my time? And so, um, crazy timing, but performance house was just starting to open up right. and they were accepting trainers and they, uh, friend and colleague Gabe Snow. And he went over there, had a great interview and came back to the Equinox that we worked out together with great news and was like super excited about it. And, and he was like, if there's anyone that I recommended to them, it's you and like, let's go and, and see what we can do there. And, uh, and so it was kind of a leap of faith because you're in a secure job, you have a great book of clients and um, from any gym, I mean, it's, you don't really want to take clients, but at the same time, you built such an amazing relationship with them yeah. that you don't want to just be like, all right, peace, yeah. like good luck with the next, you know, so you're, so it's, it's hard, but, but, um, I was really fortunate to have a smooth transition and, and really from there, I didn't have any ceilings. So it was all of, I, I got put into an amazing group of trainers who, I literally looked around the room on orientation. I was like, why am I here? And how did I get this? How did I get this job? And I literally just acted like the best sponge I could and just soaked up everything that every amazing trainer had had to offer from there. And um, it was that was honestly the, the best growing experience I had because Equinox was such a structured education system. Right. And now I step into all these um, solo entrepreneurs and, and different perspectives on training from years of experience. So it was really, really cool. And then you had like Peloton instructors in there you had. Um, so they're obviously like the top of the group fitness space. And then you had all these one-on-one -on -one like celebrity trainers. And then you had a bunch of doctors and physical therapy. So it was just such a cool collection of, of 
trainers. Um, and uh, and I I really thank uh, Performance House for that huge experience as well. Yeah, I think and then that's when we happened, met. And it was like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Right. And I yeah, think while no, you were at Performance yeah. House is when we met. Is that also when you started to kind of grow your social media platform? And I know, I know we're going to talk a little bit about during quarantine, but did you have much of a social media presence when you were at Equinox or you really start to build it when no. you went to Performix? No, you're too busy working. And, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. That I wasn't busy working at, at Performance House, but you're you're so caught up in just the grind and and everything with Equinox. I I didn't put any focus into Instagram. Also at that time, I think that it was still, there was like fitness influencers on Instagram, but there weren't a lot of coaches. Mm -hmm. And so all the coaches were looking at everyone posting all these things on Instagram, like, oh my God, like how, one, how do you have the time to do all that? But like, two, it was almost like a trainers were kind of protective of the fact that, oh my God, now there's so much free information on Instagram. Cause also like, I think social media wasn't too huge and not too much fitness stuff was on YouTube. And, and so it was kind of like, Oh my God, they're everyone's sharing everyone's secrets and and everyone can go to social media instead of, instead of seeing training. But then it was, okay, let me, let me focus in on and finding great inspirational people uh, from performance house who cared about social media and, and prevent presented a lot of value. Um, It was really cool to see, that and be inspired by it and it was also a lot easier to shoot because everyone's shooting around you so it's like okay can you grab this set real quick and and everyone's very conscious of it so everyone's really helpful and and right there to to do it for you and and uh being in that community definitely helped me pick up my social media presence that's and also just the amount of followers that so many people had there it was it was very, it was really cool cross-pollination, we call it, I guess, <laughs> right. um, to, to be able to grow brands, um, which is great. Yeah, I feel like collaborating is so important and the importance of social media, I feel like sometimes like goes unnoticed and yeah. that definitely is like big part of the step when you move from somewhere where you're kind of protected by a gym and their marketing and you move to becoming more of an entrepreneur, more of your own presence. You don't really realize what comes with it. All these trainers say, oh, I want to go out on my own. And you're like, do, do you? you know what that <laughs> kind of entails and social media right now if you're not if you're not in it like you're you're not on the map yeah yeah everyone thinks like a video is oh that's the video is so cute let me (laughs) let me go shoot a copycat it's gonna take me 10 minutes and then you start filming and like three hours later you're like oh my goodness how does this take this long to make a quality post um and i but the greeners the i mean i'm sorry the grass is greener where you water it so um i've put a little bit more presence in my social media and adding a little bit of time and effort into that. I've gotten great turnover and great results from it. And just more as a one-on-one coach, you don't get that community. You don't get a bunch of people that know who you are and, and for you to also be able to, to reach. So, so having social media really allows that gap to be closed a little bit and um, for you to still grow a community. Really cool. It's been so cool watching your content like develop over time too. Like I think you like. I mean, not to say it was bad. Again, she's like, I've been watching you, but I can just like now when you go to your videos, like the transitions, the text, like it's like fire. Such it's such a well. Even we were showing. We were showing my mom. Um, we were like, oh, we have this guest on (laughs) this week, and she goes, her name's Karen, by the way, obviously, and she goes, oh my god, I love her living room, love it, love her living room. So I'm just, she'll be thrilled to hear that I told you that she's a fan of your living room. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Awesome. 
Oh my God. So what um, is the yeah. setup? Like, yeah. How do you what look? is it? So, cause ease convenience is key. Like what, what, what do we have going on? Well, that was a thing. I mean, it was so funny because in college and my first few apartments in the city, I didn't have a window. So <laughs> I was like, the roommate. I was like, yeah, no big deal. I work all day. Like I'm outside all the time. I don't, I, I just need to sleep when I get home anyway. It's fine. I'll take the room without a window. Um, I've been there. So, <laughs> so when quarantine happened and by this point I graduated to one window and I thought I was, hey. I thought I was pretty good. <laughs> hey. And, um, and all of a sudden quarantine happened and I was like, oh my gosh, if I have to go into lockdown again, I need to be in a space where I can feel open and not feel claustrophobic and, and whatever. And, and I knew the, the, the amount of effort that goes into your home and your space. And especially if you're going to work from home had to be, had to be good. And also at the same time, yes, I was like, why don't I find a space that is also great for shooting um, so that I can kind of marry the two if I need to, or God forbid, at least like I can create good quality, like backdrops and, and content and, and not have to worry about running around the city and finding, finding a backdrop somewhere or a studio somewhere. So that was kind of just a pivot in quarantine. Um, I, I moved home for a little bit outside the city just to be with my parents. And, and when it was time to come back in, uh, that was definitely high on my priority list for for things and and it's been an amazing amazing situation uh i'm very very thankful for it and and having that quality content has definitely allowed me to connect with more brands and and partner with more brands which is which is great yeah i feel like it's a it's an investment like your space your workspace is totally. an investment and sometimes it's like oh like do i take that leap of faith yeah. and i know remember it was for <laughs> us too like we were again we quarantined with our parents for a while too and then we're like all right we're, we're outgrowing this space we'd have to like shove all the clutter into yeah. one corner and like try to get a blank wall <laughs> and and we'd complain <laughs> yeah. and of course our parents are like guys like shut up like move you're out. here move out like go away and we're like you're, you're this right this is not the aesthetic <laughs> we did not ask for this <laughs> yeah so then we we moved out we got stick on wallpaper and a turf so that's, that's <laughs> that our setup. the turf um actually came I don't even think I told you this but from Megan like it was inspo from her rug no way wait you got turf in your apartment it's yeah like, yes. it's like a I green shag rug because I'm pretty sure you had one at least in one of your apartments yeah. <laughs> I didn't know All that right, now we just look like such creepers <laughs> oh boy oh no, boy I mean I love it I put um I actually I I put a couple guides on my take off with Meg Instagram but I need to add a gym guide of like a starter kit for at home um because over time like I just keep thinking oh I just want one more thing and then I just want one more thing and all of a sudden I have this like crazy setup and yeah. people are sitting on like yoga blocks for like a foam for, roller like a dining room for, for seating for dining I'm like I'm sorry tell me you're a fitness trainer without so, telling me you're yeah. a fitness trainer exactly oh my god that's so funny exactly. we don't even have a dining room table. We, we're we like we just we have a gym but we have no table but it's fine when we first moved into our apartment we there's like a chandelier in the yes. living room and we had our landlord like remove it we're like can you remove that and she was like I'm confused why and we're like well we can't do burpees in our living room and she was like oh <laughs> Okay, got it. Yeah, <laughs> necessities, necessities. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you get you get the Amazing. pain points, but I kind of want to talk about some of your kettlebell work and some of your flows. Like that, I feel like is what you're pretty much. I mean, maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but I just feel like you're known on Instagram, especially for that. Like it's pretty impressive. So, I guess why do you gravitate towards some of that, um, like kettlebell training specifically? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because. 
I, I was a soccer player in college. So we had our strength lifts and, and our strength lifts were the same as the football team. So <clears throat> I was lucky to grow up with a strength coach in high school. Um, my senior year, I, I worked with a strength coach very, very closely on one-on-one training. And, and then also really jump-started my just thought process and, and my want to go into this industry um, and do what he did. And uh, so, so really kettlebells were something that I didn't really use growing up. And, and they, I know they recently got popular, but when I was working at Performance House, there is a bunch of trainers who were really proficient in it. And I was really gravitated to the certification because of the level of quality that, that it was and, and the reputation that Strong First has and, and the fact that there's also a, a exercise test that you have to pass in order to get your certification really meant that it, you know, the quality just had to stay high. So, so I really studied hard for it and got the certification and, and kind of just the other trainers and performance house and, and everything, it just got, kind of got addicting, you know, and, and it got to be really fun. And then quarantine happened and kettlebells was the only thing I had. So I brought a couple of kettlebells home and, and it was funny, or, or it was just really fun. I was a part of a, um, a virtual program uh, on teams called Ladder with Lauren Kansky. And uh, we had a whole kettlebell based group and um, we really formed it at the start of, or it kind of picked up in the start of quarantine. And we just shifted from having all equipment to all kettlebells. And we started growing this amazing community that, that really were passionate about using the bells and and the more you practice the basics, the, the better you get at it, the more efficient the movement becomes. And, and then you can kind of just flow and start stringing the movements together. And, and it's a great just expression of, of movement, of fun, of like freedom of, of I mean, you can, I, I'm nowhere near the level of some of my peers and, and some experts that start flipping the bell and, and getting into all these crazy moves, but. But what's great about the kettlebell is that it's so uh, it's so dynamic and you can do so much with it that that, you know, when after a while, when just doing a squat and just doing a press or whatever gets a little gets a little redundant, then it's like, OK, let me swing into it. And then you get into all the transitions and and it's just a fun way to, to either warm up, go into conditioning or just feel out the body and what it wants to do that day. So um quarantine gave me a, a great opportunity to, to just really get close to the kettlebell and, and have a lot of fun with it. And ever since the gym's reopened, I've, I've kind of pushed it a little bit more secondary and, and got back into my heavier lifts, but it'll always have my heart. I mean, the kettlebell is just an amazing tool. No, yeah. it's so much fun. And I think just like keeping, I like how you mentioned, like keeping your workouts just like dynamic and mm -hmm. fun because I, even sometimes like after weeks on end, I'm like, I've myself I'm like wait I've been doing like the same workout like yeah every little about a day you see me at the squat rack and I'm like okay like it's those fun movements that I that I miss and yeah. I think that's what keeps you kind of motivated to go back or like nail that move maybe it is a cool kettlebell move yeah and I think you also highlighted the fact that like during quarantine people were just looking for a community um something to bring totally. them together to get them excited to get them off the couch so that's really cool that that was kind of your way with the kettlebells yeah. So what does virtual, Absolutely. I guess, look like for you now? Like, are you, do you feel like you're like 50, 50 split? Or are you mostly back in person? Like what's a day in the life? <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Definitely more in person now. Um, just more people that I've moved back into the city or, or just want to pick back up training. But, but my clients who have been with me for, for three, four years or more, they, 
they kind of stuck with me through that quarantine wave of, okay, we're going virtual and, and we're going to keep the quality high. Um, so, I mean, obviously I think everyone favors in person a little bit, but, but ultimately what's really, what's been really cool is through launching my virtual business. I now work with people all over the world. So I'll do, I'll do a 8 PM session with my girl, Katie in Australia and it's 6 AM for her. And we're still getting that work in. And then I have my girl Padma in, in uh, California and I have my girl in London and one in Cal- uh, Canada. And so it was so funny because when I started this group, I was like, oh, it'd be great to do a weekly call. And then all of a sudden, like I have no one able to show up because everyone's in different time zones <laughs> oh, across the world. And they're like, Meg, I can't make a meeting at 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh my God, please don't like, I don't get it. <laughs> but um, but ultimately, I think that it's it does have its limitations. If if someone does isn't able to really be aware of their body and, and mm. movement, it's kind of hard to get that verbal feedback, and it's a little bit easier to get touch feedback or or have that person in the room with you. But um, but ultimately, I mean, it when there's a will, there's a way. And so, uh, virtual was was definitely popular before quarantine. But I'm happy that it kind of got people out like it, got, it kind of pushed people into being open to the idea a little bit more um but yeah and and what's great is I I'm just starting up this group right now like I just I just had them and and what's uh what's been fun is that I've been really wanting to see a lot of people but hours are limited and I have some people that kind of know what they're doing already but they want structure they want instruction and they want to feel like they're in a little bit of a group and and on pace throughout the workouts. So I just started this, this small group training, um, where we use all the equipment in the gym and, and that's been really, really fun because I'm not used to group training. So bringing a little bit more energy throughout the week and, and having that one session kind of fuels my fire a little bit in that, in that direction. But, but yeah, this industry is so huge. So there's so many different things to do and no one really knows what is the best thing because you can be successful in any, in any direction. So it's almost like, okay, well, these people want this. So let me create this for them. And these people want that. Let me create this for them. And so it's been a fun adventure over the last, I think, year and a half, just trying to figure out what works best for me and what works best for my clients and and how I can kind of present the most value. But yeah, and I feel like so as much as you have, yeah, yeah, and as much as you have just like a plan, just sometimes it is like thrown off course and yeah. you can't really plan for everything. And, and I mean, I know the world didn't really plan for a pandemic and um, it pushed us a lot in a lot of different ways, mentally, physically, but it seems like it pushed you in a fairly good direction, like a place in your career that you never really expected. And do you feel like you are a lot more successful now than you maybe in your fitness career than you were at the beginning of the pandemic? I would say that I have a lot more experience. Uh, absolutely. Um, I would say that I definitely am in a better place than I was pre pandemic, just because of how much I've learned over the past year and a half um, and how many different things I've tried. And also what's great about this industry and, and also being a fitness model on the side is that anyone can knock on your door at any moment. Mm-hmm. So kind of being ready and, and kind of just being up for the challenge has been something that one, I've, I've been really, uh, it's been, it's been very helpful in my career being kind of always ready for whatever punch may come at me, but also trying new things and, and being up for anything and not being afraid to fail because 
like there's so many different directions going to one direction might be really cool and you might get an amazing opportunity but it doesn't mean it's right for you so it's kind of like all right let me just go in here and give it the best i can and if it doesn't work out then at least i learned a bunch and if it's not for me then okay let's let's figure out what is for you um so that's been that's been really cool like i i got the opportunity to work for techno gym for a couple weeks this past this this summer and that was like that was like one take 20 or 30 minute class and there's no music and there's like a list of exercises and a timer and they go go and you're like (laughs) uh i'm like over here like doing rhetorical jokes and (laughs) and like talking to myself and pumping myself up and that was like so funny because over here i'm not i'm used to having my water or like whatever and i'm sitting on on a bench i'm talking to my client and we're having fun and going through the list. And now it's like, I'm a performer. So, yes. so just kind of throwing myself in the fire has been fun. Obviously I've failed a lot and I expect to fail a lot, but am I at a better place than where I started in quarantine? For sure. Um, just it's so cool hearing about like, ride. just like the different yeah. opportunities yeah. that you've gotten. And I, I feel like that's so intimidating, but I know I've also seen some, you've mentioned the fitness modeling and stuff. So the techno yeah. gym was um, one of your highlights, but what are like some of your other, I guess, or like, unex- yeah, or unexpected things that unexpected you did. Unexpected DMs or like collabs. I feel or, like, yeah. yeah. We're asking her like eight different questions. Yeah. Like all into Just one. tell us everything. <laughs> just everything. <laughs> um, been really fortunate to work with some awesome brands. Under Armour has been like my, uh, they were kind of the ones that brought brought me into the fitness uh, modeling world. Um, Jay, uh, Michael Felder is, was UA's like top photographer and, and I got the chance to work with him for like three to five years. Um, and so just pulling something away from every one of those shoots was incredible because he shoots some amazing athletes. Um, and, uh, a really cool DM that I never expected was Whoop. Um, they hit me up for a hey. shoot, and that was really cool. I'm doubling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 4.0 just came out, which is really cool. I can't wait to try that. To try that Same out. here. Um, especially because with the with the Whoop four, now you can wear it in clothes. Yes. And now it can be hidden. So, so one thing cool. that I that I hated was whenever I would do a shoot, I'd have to take my band off, and now I'm like doing eight hours of fitness, and my I don't have my band on. So now I can actually collect those, those stats, which would be really cool to see what that turns out to be. We actually did some of the wear testing (laughs) Um, for that, which is really cool. Like they have the, since the whoop is based in Boston, we did some of the wear testing. They had us like running on a treadmill. Well, we have to tell this story (laughs) real quick. Well, so we signed up for one of the research studies um, and we both signed up. We just signed up. You had done one before. I had done one before. I was like, Shay, we should do this. Um, We get, you get like two free months or whatever. So she's like, awesome, let's go. So we go. And they give us, they split us up two different rooms. Yeah, and I was like, Leah, like, is this a hard workout? Like, I'm honestly kind of sore. Yeah. And she's like, no, like, honestly, like, I probably, like, walked a lap. And I was like, all right, yeah. down. So now get there. Yeah, go ahead. We get into our two separate cubbies. <laughs> and the woman, like, rolls out the whiteboard. And it's, like, split in half. And, like, the workout's on one side. Yeah. Like, her workout's on one side. Mine's on the other. <laughs> and I'm looking at the board. And, like, Leah's is, like, <laughs> take a stroll, like, at a, at a leisurely pace. Like, yeah. And mine is, like, superset your burpees with <laughs> <laughs> squat overhead press it like it was something so wild I was like dying yeah at the end she's like dripping I have like maybe broken like one sweat and she's like you said it wasn't hard <laughs> I was like oh did I yeah rude yeah so that was that was fun that's amazing yeah, but, but team whoop for sure yeah team whoop 
Okay. Anyway, so whoop Heck check, yeah. amazing. Um, Under Armour, yeah. incredible. I've seen you done some stuff with like um, Wallaco as well. Yeah, Wallaco is Wallaco is an amazing, amazing brand. I love shooting with him, uh, with Terry, and uh, and then I've gotten some awesome gigs for Adidas. I did like a big soccer campaign with them, and oh it was so funny because it was apparently like all over TV and ads everywhere in Europe. <laughs> and then, oh my and god! Really in the U.S. Oh my god! So like I would get messages from family or friends in Europe just being like yo you're in this commercial I'm like what That's so because cool. you never know until someone sends it to you it's not like they send you the finals when they're done and the final edits so so it's kind of you just kind of got to search around for it or or someone tells you when when they find you which is funny um but yeah that and um and then techno gym was was the latest really cool one um and I can't really think off off the top of my head of any of any other big ones, but but that was that was really epic. Oh my gosh! Uh, I feel like you've done you've done so much. So if you, I guess, one wish list brand, one wish list company, like, do you have anything top of mind that you are like, I'm waiting for the DM slide from blank? Oh wow, um, that is hard because now I have a my my brand is built off a lot of sustainability and. And there's some brands that I would have loved to have at the top of my list, maybe like six months ago to a year ago yeah, or growing right. up. But, but now I'm, I'm really only trying to support brands that are, that are very eco conscious mm-hmm. and, yeah. and trying to do their part. And it's, and it's kind of hard to find uh, any fitness brand that, that is super sustainable because with the dry, with the dry fit fabric, you're not really going to find anything that's very, like a, a sustainable fabric or per se. So, so that's a hard question. Um, I'm going to leave that open. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're opening have, up. Have her some, DMs are but... open. Only if you're sustainable though. <laughs> but like a, something like Pan, Pangaea, like I've always loved their mission and I love their company. Um, I, I obviously would love to do something with Terry um, because I love his functional clothing um, and I think that he's a great brand and what he's spreading is awesome. Um, but yeah, kind of keeping that open and, and seeing, seeing what works or what happens. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So, so Megan gets a day off, right? She's free. She's in New York city. Her day off. This is a rare occurrence. This is a rare occurrence. It never happens. What is she doing? Where is she going? Tell us what, what is she eating? Let us in. Oh man. So I'll tell you two different, two different things. Most, mostly on my day off, I, I see my parents, uh, they were super, they're super close, only being an hour away mm-hmm. and, and I don't see them enough. So normally pre pandemic, I'd go home every weekend to see them. Um, and now it's turning into like, it turned into like one day a week or, or they'll come in the city and I'll cook for them or something. Aww. Um, or my mom, my mom's the main chef. Let's, let's be real here. <laughs> and, um, and so that's more of like my, what I love to do on my days off when I can be with them. Um, otherwise my favorite thing to do in the city is jog to like an end location I'll either pick like three miles five miles something that's like a pretty significant ways away and then I'll I'll stop at like a bunch of different places on my walk back down and that would be like where I knock off a bunch of my want to goes on my on my on my google maps so any restaurants that I flagged or or things I'll like pop in and grab one one taste and then I'll continue walking to the next thing um, that's the best part about that being or like city. a long bike ride or something yeah exactly and there's so many different neighborhoods in the city it's like you never think you're going to be able to see it all so 
So taking a little jog and getting to see one part of the city is, is a fun, fun experience for me. Oh my gosh. All right. So we talked about you, I guess, trying different restaurants, trying yeah. different foods, but say it's not a day off. What does a typical day, I guess, what does your diet look like? My diet? Um, I'll normally wake up uh, around either between five or 6 a.m., depending if I have a six or a 7 a.m. Uh, and then I'll start my day with a coffee, uh, protein or not, I'll put in there, um, depending on how I feel or, or what time my lift is. And then I'll have a, um, either like a green juice or if I'm able to have the time, I'll have eggs and uh, whether it be veggies in an omelet or like a side salad. Um, normally for lunch, I love like bowls. So like a grain bowl, salad, uh, some protein, whether it be vegan or fish. And then at night, I usually like, like a warm, a warm either bowl or I'll have a nice fish filet and uh, side salad or or something. Um, it's, it totally depends on schedule, whether I'm running around or whether I just have to run in somewhere and pick something up. But, but, um, that's, that's pretty much, I like a lot of bowl things. So like soups, salads, <laughs> grain bowls. Us too. Don't, we're volume. Yes. She's like, don't give me a plate. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> swear to God. Only of all. I feel you on that. I know. No, I, I feel that. Okay. And then are you a sweet or savory person? Like if you're going to like, do you want dessert or are you more? Uh, definitely more savory. Okay. I'm a big chocolate lover. Mm. Okay. So if big you were had like lover. a, like, I guess, I don't know, like a cheat meal or, um, you were going to splurge a little bit where, what would you get? Mm, French toast, mm. French oh. toast or like a Van Lee ones. If it's like more at nighttime. Is that chocolate covered pretzels are my jam? Oh Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, All right. We're, <laughs> I'm like getting hungry. Oh, yeah. We'll just give a moment of silence. I just checked out this new chocolate spot today, and I was like, oh, I'm so upset I walked in here because I know you guys are exist. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the worst. I know. I think they're bringing, like, Levain to Boston. Stop it. Yeah. Like, just what we need. Yeah. I had a Levain cookie the other night. I Those things are so rich. That is not a cookie. That is a whole meal. Oh, a, a whole meal. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Yeah, I also <laughs> love city cakes in the. I think it's like down in like Chelsea, and they yeah. have like. A fr I'm a frosting girl. Yeah, <laughs> definitely mm. amazing. <laughs> oh my god! All right, okay, we, we, we just stop talking. We really talking about food. Yeah, we got. Yeah. Okay, what's your Let, Let's re let's reel it in. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so we have a little yes. game for you, Megan. Um, Oh boy. Yeah, we're going to wrap things up. Okay, I don't know if you've ever played, but this this we did not invent this game. We yeah. just, re just reworked it yes. for you. Um, it's called Five Second Rule. So in five seconds, Lee, I'm going to have you on timer. Okay, you got it. You oh have boy. five seconds, and I'm going to say, like, name three things that um, – It'll be pretty easy. Like, it's not going to be super hard questions. It's going to take you more than five seconds. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> she's like, like she's, shoot. she's like sweating. She's like, <laughs> 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 like okay. name three pieces of jewelry or something like that. And then you'll have to name three. Okay. She's like, okay. she's like necklace. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. All right. Are we ready? I have the timer. <laughs> okay. You guys, I, okay. You guys need to look at the video. She's, she's, she's nervous. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ready? Drum roll, please. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Three things in your gym bag. Uh, bands, uh, water bottle, and noon. All right. Oh. One point. <laughs> Wait, what's noon? Noon's like a vitamin tablet. 
but I just love to have it with my water. But I would also probably just put in like laptop or headphones. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. Four All right. four point eight nine seconds. Whoa. In case anyone that was curious. close. You're gonna have to speed it up. All <laughs> yeah. right. Here we go. Um, oh okay. All right. Three activewear brands you love. Lululemon, uh, Jim. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Walco and Aloe. Unfortunately, um, that was five point four six. <laughs> but uh, she she had them ready. She, I, I, Leah's a mean judge. Yeah. Nope. No points. <laughs> All right. All right. Next. Okay. Three pieces of gym equipment. Uh, barbell, kettlebell, bands. Nice. Boom. Got it. Point. Um, three favorite foods. Oh. Um. Oh God. Uh, pizza. <laughs> Van Leeuwen ice cream and uh, salads. I don't know. What was the last <laughs> that one? Was terrible. I got salads. I would also just say like three different vegetables, but I thought it was too boring. So I was like, all right, yeah. let me go. Megan, that let was like a whopping this. 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Do better. <laughs> all right, you, you, all right. got, you got right, two dude, more. too many there. Okay. You can't bring up food and expect me to answer. True, true. Seconds. We fair. did go it's off fair. on a tangent. Oh my gosh. Well, this one's kind of hard. All right. Um, All right. Three people to follow on Instagram. Oh boy. Joe Holder. um, People follow on Instagram. I reload uh, PT and um, what should I say? One-on-one. One-on-one life. Yes. Longer, but I feel like the people are going to like go back to listen to those. There's some quality answers. Yeah. Yeah. You can't rush perfection. Okay, last one. And uh, three things you couldn't live without. Mm, Family. uh, My bike, I'd say. Just throw it in there. And uh, workouts. Okay, you didn't get the points, but those were some good answers. Those were high-quality answers right there. She's like, I'll take the L. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but those are some really good answers. Thank you so much, Megan, for hopping on a call. Oh, I know so we mentioned that we met at like a group workout, a Lala Roan. So shout out to them for bringing us together, for bringing community together. We actually just had a Boston one recently. So like, it'll know. be interesting to see when the New York City ones are back up and running hopefully soon. Yeah, Shay and I will have Ooh, to make it, make it out to New York City. You'll have to come to Boston and we can work out Absolutely. in person. Um, oh, I can't wait. Same here. All right, Leah, let's close this out. <laughs> All right. Wait, hold on. Before we do, yes. Megan, where can people find you? Yes, where if yourself. they want to train with you? Can they train with you virtually if they're not in the area? What, what's the deal? Yeah, I train in a few different locations in Manhattan, but essentially I'm here. So you can always just hit me up and we can talk. And, uh, and my Instagram is Megan with an H underscore Hayden underscore. Uh, my business account is take off with Meg and, um, you can reach out or find out how to train with me at takeoffwithmeg.com. Hey, beautiful. All right. You can tone from home. You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is is that that you you don't don't tone tone alone. alone. Thanks guys.